0: When was the last time you heard the question, what are you grateful for? Probably recently, right? And how did you answer it? Gratitude is a topic you find everywhere. Posters and prints, signs, journals, on social media with plenty of hashtags, and one dedicated to the day of the week, hashtag thankful Thursday. And I admit it, you'll hear it from me too. But as is my style, it won't be in the usual way. I believe in the power of gratitude, but I also believe we need to understand it and approach it the right way, and I'm here to help you do just that. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zerotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a coach certified in time and stress management, helping clients make space for what matters most in their lives. Join me each episode and we'll talk about decluttering, stress management, habits, personalized productivity, gratitude, and so much more. I understand the overwhelm of life because I'm a wife, mom to kids and cats, and a former caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Today's topic is good for the heart and so much more. Gratitude. And I wonder, is it misunderstood? I think it can be. So today we'll talk about what it is and what it isn't. We'll go over the myths and misinterpretations, talk about the gifts and the healing power of gratitude, and highlight a variety of ways you can welcome it into your life. Before we cover all that, I want to share a personal story from a time when gratitude was the last thing on my mind. In my episode on the number one productivity tool, I told you a bit about my time as a caregiver for my mom who had Alzheimer's. I was a sandwich caregiver, ensuring both my very young children and my mom were cared for physically, mentally, and emotionally. Plus, I was a wife and a business owner trying desperately to find the time and energy for those roles, too. You can hear more about that time in Episode 1, but you can probably guess what survival mode did to my perspective on life. With that backdrop, imagine a conversation with my dear husband. And I don't mean that jokingly, even though he and I tease each other every chance we get. I mean that genuinely. Our nights were sleepless. He was juggling work and our photography business and showing incredible patience for the little attention he was receiving. And when we would talk, we would struggle to find words of encouragement for each other because we both had, as we called it, empty tanks. We both felt like we had nothing left to give. But we'd dig deeper and do our best whenever we could. So one day, he was trying to dig deep and offer his wife, known for her incessant positivity usually, but who had become wearily negative, some words of encouragement. He offered his own perspective with the best of intentions and spoke in a meaningful, genuine way, reminding me that we were lucky to have our health, our beautiful children, and each other. And my response was anything but kind. I was so angry at him. All I heard were clichés, I felt like his words of gratitude and the phrase, at least we have, were a dismissal of my pain. So if you were listening to this episode and hurting so much right now that being thankful seems foreign, know that I get it. Know that everything we discuss today is anything but a dismissal of you and your hurt. Think of it as an exploration and see what resonates. Take what you can from it, And return to it. Keep healing, listen again, and keep exploring. I promise you it's worth it. I told you in my trailer episode that I am willing to listen and learn and change my mind. And even through my anger, I took my husband's words to heart and let them sit quietly as I focused on surviving. When I began to heal from this traumatic time in my life, I read inspirational books and listened to thought leaders, and the one thing that kept coming up over and over again was that the happiest, most successful people have a gratitude practice. The thing is, I didn't know what that was. I only knew what I thought it was. The thing that made me answer my husband angrily was what I thought it was. And now that I know, it has become so important to me. I share it every chance I get. And I took it a step further by creating the Positively Grateful series on Facebook, a free group dedicated to exploring and deepening our gratitude practice. I will provide more details later in this episode and link to the group in the show notes. So what is gratitude? Harvard Medical School defines gratitude as a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. As a result, gratitude also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or a higher power. Gratitude offers many gifts and opportunities, which I've summed up in three categories, healing. Connection and transformation. With healing, gratitude creates an environment that allows us to forgive and to release pain. Studies show that people who are grateful feel fewer aches and pains. Being grateful even improves sleep. With connection, gratitude brings us together in common and mutual appreciation. Gratitude enhances empathy and creates opportunity for new relationships. And transformation. Well, gratitude reframes how we see the world, transforming who we are and how we live. Feeling grateful reduces toxic emotions, improves self-esteem, and increases mental strength. I've seen the phrase that I can't attribute to anyone, it's unknown, that it isn't happy people who are grateful, it's grateful people who are happy. The best part about this is that science is backing this up. Happiness research... Positive psychology research. These are real things, like Harvard research things. In positive psychology research, gratitude is associated with greater happiness. Specifically, gratitude elevates optimism and social connection, which is a strong indicator of future happiness. How about some real statistics I think you'll appreciate? With the practice and presence of gratitude, productivity rises 31%. A chance of promotion increases 40%. Reduction in body aches and pains drops 23%. And there's so much more. I recommend checking out the works of Robert Emmons and Sean Achor. Robert Emmons, E-M-M-O-N-S, and Sean Achor, A-C-H-O-R. Emmons has been on the forefront of this research for many years with books like Thanks! How the New Science of Gratitude Can Make You Happier and Gratitude Works! A 21-Day Program for Creating Emotional Prosperity and The Psychology of Gratitude. Sean Acor left academia in 2010 to share the power of positive psychology with the world and has authored a number of books, including The Happiness Advantage, and before happiness. I highly recommend the interview with Sean on Dan Harris's podcast, 10% Happier. I will bring Dan up again in future episodes because I love his story of being a reformed overachiever who burns out and has a breakdown on air and then learns to slow down and meditate in a way that works for him. Don't worry if you miss the spelling of their names or the titles of the books. I will provide a link to all the references, including that podcast episode, in the show notes. So now that we know why gratitude matters and what it can offer, let's dig more into what it is and how we can practice it. And I think one of the best ways we can do that is by going over gratitude myths. When I began researching gratitude for the Positively Grateful series, I developed a list of five myths I believe perpetuates our misunderstanding of it. I believe the challenge with practicing gratitude comes from that misunderstanding. Myth number one, that it's a feeling. It's often assumed that gratitude is a feeling. Well, What if life is a struggle? What if you're not feeling good? Thankfully, gratitude is not about that. It's an intention, a choice, an awareness. One of the most beautiful things I read while researching gratitude is that you can be devastated and still be grateful. There is good in everything, though it can be hard to see sometimes. In the reality, if you are struggling, gratitude can help you heal and recover faster. When you hurt is when you need it the most. Myth number two that it's only focused on good, which isn't realistic. Gratitude is about finding the good, but not solely focusing on it to the point where hardships are ignored that would pull us into toxic positivity which i will do an episode about as well the reality gratitude is much more effective within the context of difficult times and we can practice it while acknowledging the difficult myth number 3 that it makes you complacent feeling gratitude for what you have doesn't mean you'll lose your drive or stop having goals conversely it's an effective goal setting companion the reality Gratitude helps you grow more of what you love and appreciate. That has a direct impact on your success. Myth number four is that it's religious. Gratitude doesn't need religion or spirituality to accompany it. There are many who practice gratitude who are religious, but its connection to a deity or greater power is a personal choice. The reality Gratitude is a singular focus of appreciation from within. It brings you outside yourself to something greater, which is linked to purpose, but it's up to you to decide what that greater thing is. Myth number five is that it requires humility. You don't necessarily need to be self-effacing when grateful, though you may find it wonderfully humbling in some cases. The reality? Gratitude may lovingly remind you of the gifts you receive in your life and the help you've been given, but that doesn't detract from your accomplishments. Now let's talk practicing gratitude. You know the answer to the question, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, practice, practice. (laughs) It's the same with gratitude. Gratitude is a practice that takes effort and focus like building a muscle, but the good news is the more you do it, the better it gets, and the easier you can access it when you need it. There are as many ways to practice gratitude as there are reasons to be grateful. For some, the concept can be overwhelming, especially when life is challenging. But with a little guidance, it can be one of the easiest things to include in your life, and it offers one of the greatest return on investments. It's a cumulative process that builds so beautifully on itself. As Zig Ziglar put it, the more you express gratitude for what you have, the more likely you'll have even more to express gratitude for. Some of my favorite ways to prompt the practice of gratitude include taking a walk and observing the world, or sitting in silence and using the body scan technique, observing during meditation or a quiet state. I also love to free associate experiences and stories and to have conversations with others to inspire my gratitude, which is something we do in the Positively Grateful Series community. The medium can vary. Thinking, writing, and speaking all work. It depends on what works best for you. The fact is, you don't need Pinterest to make this happen. You don't need a special journal. The practice can be as simple as you need it to be, as long as it's consistent. As with any habit, it's the consistency of the practice that makes it stay with you. And consistency comes from simplicity. You can think quiet thoughts to yourself, or you can share ideas with a friend or loved one, Many enjoy gratitude journaling and adding gratitude notes within a daily journal. I actually add my gratitude notes into my daily planner. Gratitude jars are another favorite. It's a satisfying practice to not only write down moments of gratitude on slips of paper, but to keep them and read them later. You get to relive those moments, which increases your experience all the more because you get double the gratitude. You can also use a vision board to include your gratitude, which helps you visualize it every time you look at it and will undoubtedly inspire more ideas. If you'd like to continue this gratitude conversation, I invite you to join the Positively Grateful Series community. This free group is open year-round because I believe gratitude is a year-round need, but I offer coaching and prompts every quarter. In addition to being part of a like-minded group, what one member just called an extremely kind space on Facebook, you'll be inspired to practice gratitude with my guidance. Every quarter during the Coaching and Prompts segment, I focus on four categories relating to gratitude, awareness, approach, action, and adversity. You'll also receive a special workbook with much of the information from today and wonderful prompts to spark your practice, as well as a place in the workbook to begin journaling or trying a gratitude jar. I'll provide a link to sign up in the show notes. You can search for the Positively Grateful series on Facebook as well, or go to my website, positivelyproductive.com, and select Resources Library. There's a link at the bottom of the page to sign up as well. Thank you for being here, for listening and opening your heart to gratitude, and for allowing me to share this beautiful journey of healing with you. I am grateful for you. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Melanie Beattie Thank you for joining me on the Positively Living Podcast. Your time is precious, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you'd like more information on today's show, you can find a link to the show notes on positivelyproductive.com slash podcast. If you found value in the show, please click subscribe, and even better, give a quick review on iTunes. It supports me and will help others find the show. If you'd like more positive content, come join me on social media, Positively Productive on Facebook, and Positively underscore Lisa on Instagram. Get ready for kids, cats, and all my quirky humor over there. I look forward to having you join me next episode. Until then, keep it positive and keep making space for what matters most.